0: Hey, Against the Call listeners, for all you super fans, we now have merch. They are soft and comfortable shirts. They're $25 and come with a free out-of-pocket sports and Against the Call sticker. Every purchase goes towards better equipment, merch, and better utilities for Against the Call and out-of-pocket sports. To purchase, contact either Michael or Nick. Hey guys, we are happy to announce we have our second sponsorship with SeatGeek
1: c is a mobile-focused ticket platform that enables users to buy and sell tickets for live sports,
0: concerts, and theater events. Use code ATC for $20 off your first purchase. Hey, Against the Call listeners, you can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, and YouTube. There will be a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you tune into those. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the episode. (music) Welcome back, everyone, to a special episode of Against the Call. Today, we are joined by Jenny Park. She's a senior golfer for the Texas A&M women's golf team. And a little bit that you got to know about her before we introduce her. She's top She had a top 10 finish at the 2023 Augusta National Women's Amateur. 2022 WGCA All-American, honorable mention. 2021 First Team Academic All-Big 12. 2019 through 20 academic all big 12 rookie team november 2019 she was big 12 women's golfer of the month huge award Um, and she also came in ninth at the sec championships and went two for one in match play jenny how's your day going thanks so much for joining the show
2: no of course thank you for having me um we just got back last night today i did pretty much nothing just uh (laughs) cleaning laundry day just taking some time off but gonna get back on the course
0: tomorrow so oh, yeah gotta start hitting it <laughs> hard and i mean that's just first off congrats on you know time for third place uh as a team at the ncaa san antonio regional that's a huge accomplishment for you guys you know punch your ticket to the ncaa championship and you know we're gonna get to that a little bit uh later but we do want to ask you some questions about your earlier life and you know getting to know you a little bit and one of the first questions is what got you into golf
2: Um, I always followed my dad out to the range. I didn't didn't start golf until I was 11 years old, so I started a little later than normal. Um, My dad was always into golf, so I just followed him out to the range, drove the cart around as a baby. So uh, (laughs) I was just always on the course since I was younger. And I guess since getting older, I just wanted to um, keep playing with my dad, so I just got into it.
0: That's awesome.
1: That is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, growing up, was there like a certain golfer that you looked up to and supported?
2: Um, probably Michelle Lee, I mean, she's Korean also. And she was just like, to me, when I was younger, I was like a short girl to her. She's like a really tall, pretty girl. So I just like look up to her cause she was like also really good. So yeah, oh yeah,
0: for sure. I mean, that's awesome. And also, did you ever kind of look up to your, did your dad just kind of casually play golf or did he actually play?
2: No, just casually, like with his friends, like he was like a weekend golfer, but he's pretty serious, like on the range. Do you think
0: that he like contributed to you having a little competitiveness?
2: Oh yeah, for sure. I wasn't able to beat my dad until like, I actually got to college. So he's actually a really good player for, (laughs) for how he is.
0: (laughs) Do you ever take it easy on your dad?
2: no i mean every time <laughs> i play against him it's always like a really serious match and i always end up losing so i get mad and <laughs> so like, he was like dude just play for fun Why are you getting mad?"
0: <laughs> that competitive spirit and you know i know with competitive spirits some things can be frustrating and whenever you were first getting into golf kind of learning that what was the most frustrating thing for you at the beginning
2: uh i guess just being able to control my nerves um i'm I'm like naturally very competitive. I'm not very like, like when you see me on the course, I'm not like a, not people say I look mad or like, just, Mm -hmm. I I don't look very like, like excited, I guess. But like, obviously I am, but like, just like, I guess just controlling my nerves, just being able to like, like enjoy the moment. I don't show it very often, but I know I do miss that at a.m. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so whenever you're on the course, you just have a serious face most of the time. Yeah.
2: And everyone's <laughs> like, Jenny, just smile. I'm like, like, trying.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that happens to everyone, no matter what the sport. And that actually leads me to my next question.
0: Was golf the only sport you played growing up or was there something else?
2: Yes. Golf was the only one that I played
0: really did you ever like kind of dip your toes in the water of any other sports at all or was golf just the go-to no matter what
2: yeah no golf was pretty much the only one that I actually like committed to I would play like badminton tennis volleyball like just casually but never like oh like I want to try this sport
0: (laughs) now badminton that's that's a pretty interesting (laughs) sport um yeah did did you enjoy that do you still kind of play that every now and then
2: Uh, not anymore. My sister and I used to just play like in our house, like just for fun.
0: (laughs) Now, Mike, do you have any more questions about like her earlier life or anything? No, that's all of them. That's great. Uh, we do want to jump into your college career now at Texas A&M. Obviously you were killing it for the team. It's, it's obvious it shows on every stat sheet and, uh, just at Texas A&M in general, what are you majoring in?
2: I'm a communications major and sports management minor.
0: Awesome. So, what are you trying to apply that degree d- degree to in the future?
2: Um. Honestly, school's not my thing. Um, I looked at every other major, that nothing really like stood out to me. So, honestly, communications is like the go to almost.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I'm really just sticking to professional goal. So hopefully it stays that way. And I don't really have to use my degree for anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can kind of jump into that question real fast too. I know that me and Mike are gonna ask you about the LPGA. So is that the main goal for you?
2: Yes, I'll be doing Q school this August and hopefully I make this stage three, but if I do make, if I do pass stage two, I would have to turn pro to play stage three, but I'm committed to staying for the full year for my next uh, year of eligibility at Texas m So the following year after that, I'll turn pro right away.
0: Okay, awesome. So Dang, coming awesome. back for the fifth year, who knows what's yeah. gonna happen there. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the LPGA in the future, but I do wanna say you started your senior campaign coming in third at the Carmel Cup, uh, carding a seven under 209, which is incredible. And uh, was a plan to start off strong at the beginning of the season or do you just kind of go with the flow as the season progresses?
2: I mean, obviously, I want to play well at every tournament, but it's just nice to be able to play comfortably and just tr- like knowing like how good a player I am and just like my comfort level where my game is. So it's nice uh, starting off that strong. Obviously, coming up like my junior year was a really strong year in my spring semester. So um, just being able to follow my spring semester into the fall semester, it was pretty nice.
0: Oh Yeah for sure for sure that's that's it's going to be awesome to see you keep going on uh Michael yeah so
1: you uh we asked you a question about your senior I want to take it back to your freshman year coming into college so going into your first year as a college athlete did you set any goals for yourself
2: um not really I mean college college golf is really competitive it's pretty hard so I my main goal was just to make the lineup for every tournament and just play the best that I can
0: yeah, exactly, and I mean playing the best you can led you right to the Augusta Women's National Amateur, which is just incredible. And you tied ninth there. Uh, you shot one over two seventeen at the tournament, and you played against big names. One of them being Rose Zhang, the number one women's amateur golfer in the world. So while you were there, uh, what did you teach her about uh, that she can apply to her game?
2: <laughs> I mean, I I mean Rose Zhang speaks for herself. I mean, obviously uh, we're Uh, we know each other pretty well. We we competed um, a couple of times in college. So, I mean, I learned from her. She learns from me. It's She just speaks for herself. I mean, (laughs) gross.
0: (laughs) yeah. And in all seriousness, just describe to us and the viewers, uh, just take us through your journey, um, you know, at the Augusta Women's National Amateur and like, just take us through that experience.
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously my main goal was to make the cut um, it's nice playing well for three days. Um, the first round I had, uh, struggled a little bit shot three over, but then the second round I was able to shoot three under. I birdied my last two holes to shoot three under to, shoot, uh, finish at even par. Um, I mean, that was really cool. I was, uh, just my friends were watching me on TV. So that was also pretty good. Um, and just playing the practice round at. At um, Augusta, honestly, the course plays a lot harder than I even imagined. So I wasn't really trying to put pressure on myself to play well. I was just kind of, I mean, I'm there. I made it to the last round. So that was just really special. So the last day, just seeing all like the patrons just walking around. There are so many people like when I was warming up on the range, there's so many people coming in. And I was getting so nervous, but <laughs> honestly, it meant the world just seeing how many people are actually supporting Lemons Evolve and how much the game is growing. So no, it was a, it was a really special week.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. definitely something special for you. I understand. Now the national championship is the next question I want to ask you. What were some of the emotions that you had when you guys punched your ticket?
2: I mean, Did you it crack a great. smile
0: finally. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no no it was it was great i mean obviously we wanted to win um we had a pretty tough last round but our everyone's goal was was just to make it so it didn't matter whether we won whether we got fifth we just we made it to nationals. so it's nice being able to because we have a better team than we did last year which says a lot we're just ready to do it all over again this oh, yeah. year yeah
1: yeah, and uh, that actually leads me to my next question. You said your team last year was great. Y'all went to the NCAA, NCAA championship, and do you feel that your team had a higher standard to live up to this season because of that?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, there was a lot of talk about Texas A&M. Um, you don't really, you don't really see Texas A&M as like a big name golf school. You just see like Stanford, Duke, Wake Forest. But I think we're better than them. I think we're easily we're easily we're easily better than them um the girls that we have on the team we have such good chemistry so that that makes it a lot better to play better together and just score well as a team so I mean it's we we had a lot more success than we did last year which is really nice um because we just have we have a lot more supporters for Texas A&M so mm-hmm. just going into nationals, we just we just stick to what we know how to do, what stick to know what we what we do best. And that's just putting uh four solid good rounds together and hopefully get a bigger trophy than we did last year. <laughs>
0: I mean, you talk about the team chemistry aspect of this Texas A&M women's golf team. And, you know, we've been fortunate enough to have Lauren Nguyen on our our show, as well as Haley Cooper kind of slid in there at the end. And they kind of talked a little bit about the accountability. And I wanted to ask you about that. Um, Do you think that the accountability of this team plays into the success?
2: No, a hundred percent. I think team chemistry is super important. Um, Just knowing that we can rely on each other and just. If we're not playing good, we know we can rely on other people like that says a big thing in team golf. Like if you don't like each other, you're not going to play good. That's just what (laughs) I believe in. And so the bond that we have, it's so much it's so much bigger than what people just see on camp on TV or on like paper. Like we genuinely root for each other and we genuinely like really, really want us to do good. So I think that just speaks a lot. And that just shows what we've accomplished
0: yeah and with this team chemistry uh for you guys I, w- I had to ask this what's been like the funniest moment as a team that you've got to be a part of this past season
2: <laughs> oh there's a lot um <laughs> well uh, this isn't funny but it is funny now <laughs> but it, during uh, um the last ferment uh at regionals zoe got zoe kind of knocked herself into a cactus so she <laughs> the, she went to the ER late last <laughs> night or late that night. Um not funny at the moment, but it was like afterwards. <laughs> um
0: how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, that's <my> question. <laughs> yeah, Honestly,
2: I was- uh I have no idea. She has no idea either. Um we looking back we think it's one of those like jumping cactuses where like they're attracted to like warmth. So we think Uh, she kind of like, like got on her heels and then it kind of like, but I don't know. Uh,
0: Like it was like, so it's like a small one. Like it was on the ground. Yeah. But she
2: had like 20 of them in her leg. (laughs) Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) And Zoe's still coming out there doing great things.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. No, she's Zoe. She's amazing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Give her some credit for sure. Well, my
1: next question I have for you, team chemistry is a huge factor when you're playing in golf, but A question I always ask all the golfers we have on is mental toughness. How big of a factor do you believe it is?
2: It's, I think it's the number one thing, honestly, like when I struggle, yes, it's like my swing. Yes. It's like technical stuff, but honestly, it's a lot in my mentality. It's, it's taken me a long time to like get past, um, being mentally tough, just like not, not letting yourself down while you're still in it it's taken me i mean i think just last year i just broke through that barrier because like when i'm not playing it it's easy for me to like get down on myself and that's where like you need to be mentally tough where you're like okay no like it's nothing's broken you just got to keep going keep fighting Mm -hmm. so i think it's one of the it's the biggest thing that players go through and Mm -hmm. I think the best players in the world are able to stay mentally tough and stay in it the whole time.
0: And I mean, you worked on it. You just mentioned like you worked on it this past year and you also talked about, you know, you kind of had some nerves going into the Augusta women's national, everybody's showing up and that's something you struggled with as a kid. I just want to know how you're able to get over that hump.
2: Honestly, I, I guess it's taken, a, it's taken a lot of good coaching. Um, Obviously, I've been coached by the TCU coaches and the ANM coaches, and we're like every coach is pretty much big on mentality. So it's taken a lot of maturity and taken a lot of reading. Um, there's a lot of great books out there, a lot of great podcasts. And my coach is very big into like Twitter. Like he sends us a lot of like <laughs> Twitter quotes about mentality and stuff and just staying strong. So, I mean, it's just being, it's just maturing out of it.
0: Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean, you're awesome. Like with you with the mental toughness, it's great to hear from you about that. And you did mention your coach, which it brings up another one of my questions: is just how what's it like being around head coach Gerard Chal- uh, Chadwell?
2: Um, he's he's great. He's really funny. He's um, super chill. So honestly, he leaves his door open all the time. He's he's just a really chill guy. He's not very like you could. He's like my bro, honestly. <laughs> he's, he's, he's great. That's he's awesome. so nice. <laughs> One of the greatest coaches that I've ever been coached by. So oh, wow. really big props to him.
0: Yeah. And, you know, me and Mike here at Against the Call, after having Lauren and Haley on, we're all about the giggum. Like the giggum is just like, it's funny. It's creative. Uh, Coach Chadwell, shout out to you for that, man. It's funny. And I just want to ask you, you know, now that it's an iconic term, how was it in the moment? Whenever you first heard him say that,
2: it was just funny. Like all, of us like <laughs> wait, what? like this is like a GIF now. Um, I mean, like that following day at SECs, I made like a birdie put to go six up, and mm-hmm. me and Lana, we <laughs> we just screamed him baby!" like across the whole course because she's six up on that hole. So it, I mean, it it could be used worldwide, like. And yeah, it's just like, it's just funny.
0: <laughs> Michael. Uh, that's actually all my questions. Oh, for the really? Okay. Yeah. As for like the college, I mean, one of my last questions for you about the go- college, like aspect of your career would be, you know, you mentioned like the toughness of Augusta National. And also I'm sure the Santa, uh, San Antonio course was not easy as well. What's been the toughest course you've ever played on during your college career?
2: Um, I would say, I would say Champions Retreat just because the greens were super quick. Mm -hmm. You have to hit fairways and greens um, and the course plays longer. So people, I mean, they're now players are hitting it further than they were like 10 years ago, five years ago. I'm not that long of a hitter. So for me, like I'm having like five iron hybrid into the green. Mm -hmm. Others are having like nine iron to seven irons. So it's just being accurate, accuracy and precision was key on that course. So I would say that course was pretty tough just, and I guess with the pressure of that tournament made it even harder, but no, yeah, it was, it was a great course though.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I, you know, we hear a lot about champions retreat here and being hard. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, other than that, let's just jump right into another kind of segment of questions that we have for you. That's pretty big to us. Cause we yeah. don't normally get it, which is transfer athletes. And, you know, that plays a big part in just your journey in general. And we, we just want to get to know, uh, about the entire transfer process.
1: Yeah. So the first question for this is, after your sophomore year you decided to transfer from tcu to texas a&m can you just take us through the process of transferring
2: yeah so right now it's a little different but when i was transferring the deadline was july 1st by 5 p.m and you can put your name in whenever you want before that period um and then once you put your name in other schools could contact you or you you could contact them. And then from there it's just like your normal like recruiting process all over again where you're talking to coaches and just making a decision of where you want to go. Now if they change the rule to there's like periods. So if you want to transfer this semester, the transport opened April 24th, I think, and then it closes July first. And then it reopens again for the next season so you can't just put your name in whenever you want
0: oh yeah we didn't even know that here yeah. so it's that's awesome inside jenny and i mean during your time at tcu you were named the november big 12 women's golfer of the month as we mentioned before and i mean you all that came after a career best finish of a tie for fifth at the battle of at the beach so your time at tcu was you know, well spent. Uh, so the question for you would be what made you transfer to Texas A&M?
2: Um, I think, I mean, TCU was great. My memories there were great. My teammates were great. Coaches were great for me. It just, it was hard to grow my game just because TCU doesn't have a, their own facility. So mm-hmm. it was kind of difficult to be able to go out to courses and practice and play where you want to, because TCU, we they play at seven different courses and a lot of them are country clubs, but you have to call and a lot of times you can't just go out there whenever you want. So just not having a facility was pretty difficult, Um, but I mainly looked for, I mainly looked for coaches who could help guide me into like the right path of my game. Um, not saying that the TC coaches were bad for me. It's just, it just wasn't a right fit for me there. Um, like coaches play a big part in my game and I just saw like Texas A&M was a better fit for me.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you're talking about, you mentioned the recruiting process, people can reach out to you. You can reach out to them. Uh, was there a college that you reached out to yourself and was, and what were the colleges that reached out to you?
2: Um, I reached. I wanted to go to. I knew I wanted to go to Texas A and M just because um, I only. I didn't look for like the big name schools. I looked for coaches that that could be good for me. Um, I talked to South Florida coaches there were great, um, and a couple of different schools. But I, I was in. I was mainly in between Texas A and M and South Florida, but. I can't see myself going far from home um i think i would get homesick pretty often and just adjusting to florida versus texas Um, (laughs) but i also put my name in right on july 1st so Mm -hmm. there weren't many options for me if i wanted to look for money so i just wanted to go to a school where i knew i could get better instead of just kind of like uh what i say like compromising you -hmm. know
0: Mm -hmm. i understand and with you going to texas a&m how hard was it to adjust uh coming from you know tcu to texas a&m was that a hard adjustment or was it just easy
2: um it was a little easier just because my boyfriend was on the team or is is on the team um just having someone that i know is was nice um and it was also a little hard just because at tcu i was used to a team of six but here at a team of 11 so it's hard getting like a big group of girls to get along at first <laughs> <laughs> that was that was pretty difficult um but school-wise nothing really changed just just the fact that the campus here is a lot bigger so I would get lost a lot on <laughs> campus but pretty similar in like golf terms like golf like referring golf-wise
1: mm. Yeah, for sure. Michael? Well, I just want to say you made the right decision choosing a and
0: over South Florida. No one, <laughs> no one likes South Florida down here. <laughs> great, great choice, Jenny. Great choice. Um, do you have any more questions
1: about the transfer process? Mike? Uh, we covered them all for me.
0: Yeah. So this is going to be just our last segment of questions for you, Jenny. And it's going to be talking about the future because we're definitely excited to see what you do. And the first question was, how long have you dreamed of winning a national title
2: I mean ever since I've been dreaming of going to play for college (laughs) I always grew up watching golf I grew up watching professional golf college golf so it's really cool to be able to experience all that like watching what I've been watching growing up so this year I feel it this year
0: (laughs) okay okay yeah Uh, and you know this
2: is the year for that (laughs)
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And, um, if any of your NCAA championships opponents that, you know, you're going to face, if they were listening to this podcast right now, what would you say to them?
2: The Aggies are coming. <laughs> that, that's all them, baby. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Perfect response. That's kind of what I was looking for. <laughs>
1: now my last question i have for you it's not really a future question just like a closing question for me do you ever play mini golf and if so are you good at it
2: once every once in a while and no i'm not good at it
0: I pretty much lose to everyone that I play with. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, the putting greens are a little different, <laughs> a little bit
2: different. Know, this a little,
0: <laughs> only they have windmills out of like, you know, regular courses. But the last question that we have for you, Jenny is we're very, very excited to see what you do in the LPGA. Uh, you know, you're, you're very determined. You're a tremendous golfer. So with LPGA being in your sights, what if you could just tell us one goal, one career goal for you in the LPGA, what would it be?
2: Winning a major championship. I mean, it I haven't won a tournament yet. It's it's been a while. Um, or like in college, I haven't won yet. I've been I've gotten run up a couple of times, third place a couple of times. So just getting that win, I know I know it's right there. I just need to, you know, like break through that. So just winning a major championship would be my dream.
0: Goal. If you could win any of the majors, which one would it be or do you just not care?
2: Oh. Um No, literally anything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's perfect. So Jenny, that's going to do it For our special episode with you, we cannot thank you enough for coming on our show and sharing your story. And we just know that the Texas A&M women's golf team is going to do some great things. We obviously got our notifications on to follow you guys, see what happens in the future. And we're wishing you the best. We're wishing that you're able to hold up that trophy. I mean, you guys came close last year and, you know, maybe this is the year to do it. And also you mentioned you're coming back for your fifth year. If it doesn't get done this year or if it does get done this year, you could be holding up one or two national championship trophies. So we're excited to see where it takes you. And just thank you again for joining the show.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Hey, guys, we are proud to announce that we got our first sponsor, W. Dubby is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or angst like other energy drinks. Dubby contains no calories, no sugars, no fillers, no artificial colors, and no maltodextrin. Make sure to use our code against the call for 10% off your next purchase at www.w.gg.